want to welcome everybody. Um, if you're joining us this morning or afternoon, uh, we got some news earlier this week, and uh, Chris and I had to come on here and have a little discussion about Mark Lanigan as he has passed away. Um, pretty somber news, and uh, yeah, it's just something that we, we feel that we want to talk about and uh, kind of look back and celebrate his life. Um, Chris, how are you? How are you doing this day? This Friday. I, I have to say. Um... I think it's it's really unfortunate. There's really no other genre I think that is more used to the territory that we're inhabiting today. You know, mourning the loss of another one of a lot of our musical heroes. Um, you know, the last several years have certainly not been kind in the way of artists passing. Certainly, the entire lifeline of the genre, and it's no different today. As uh, here we sit on Wednesday, February twenty third, Mark Lanigan passed away yesterday in Ireland at the age of 57. And um, I have to say, for me personally, this is a tough one because uh, Mark is probably one of my few musical heroes and somebody that I turned to for many years and got me through a lot of really important things. And it, it definitely feels different uh, knowing that we're not going to get anything else from him artistically and, and, and knowing that he's not here. So it's a sad day. Uh, yeah sad day yeah i think um you know seeing everybody kind of post and and talk about him and then i mean and just knowing the music there's he was connected to i mean he was right in the thick of it a lot of people you know has has influence from him and there's so much poetry in his work and the way that his lyrics that i think that um i don't know we're gonna see we're definitely gonna see a new appreciation uh, for his work um, in the next you know couple of years that happens sadly with with this type of passing and and I think people are going to dive into his lyrics even more and um, which is a great thing you know which is really great I know that you've done you've done exactly that the last two three years yeah um, so you have a real a deep appreciation and I think that more people now are gonna are gonna have that so I guess that's the bright side looking that we get to, we still have his work. Uh, we talk about that a lot with people that pass. We still have his work to kind of look back on. Um, so that will be something that we have. Yeah. We, we can hold on to. Definitely. And, and that's the thing. The first thing I'm struck by kind of taking a 30,000 foot view of, of who he was as an artist. I mean, he had a seemingly insatiable appetite for collaboration that really didn't have any, borders in terms of genre or style or expectation i mean he going back to obviously working with the trees from the mid 80s up until the late 90s and you know his work with queens of the stone age isabel campbell duff mckagan the gutter twins with greg dooley um i mean his his music and his his artistic universe knew no bounds which is something that's really impressive and he was never afraid to experiment and go into different areas um you know electronic music drum tracks a lot of things that people who loved the trees might abhor but it was something that was stimulating to him and and really i think that's one thing that is going to forever be impressive for me when i think about mark is is his ability and his desire to explore so many different areas and to challenge himself in those ways to do different things and to be vulnerable enough to try new things and furthermore to share them with us um you know, I had a few people reach out to me uh, yesterday after we got the news um, and just kind of talking about how, hey, you know, thanks for sharing Mark on the page. I wouldn't have known about him otherwise. And I think 
the thing with with Mark Lanigan and his music and his art and his words, I think anybody that's gotten the chance to know any of those those media that he released over his career, they're they're better for it. And the connection, I think that personally, at least I developed with his music and his words is is something that's really special. And that's not something that has an expiration date. Yeah, that, yeah, that that connection you have is gonna gonna ring true, and it might even get stronger throughout the years with uh, as you age as a person and your experiences. And I think you yeah. know, I think that yeah, that's the nice part about music is you know, as you age, that it kind of changes for you, but it always has special place. So, um, yeah, I mean, and his career was, uh, I mean. Yeah, 40 years of music and a lot of different stuff. I mean, and uh, yeah, like you said, his, it was extremely diverse. I mean, his solo stuff compared to all of his time with the trees, I was, you know, just looking at the two and, um, yeah, it's amazing. I don't, I mean, um, and he had both of, both of his books as well. Yeah. And just, I don't know, countless. It's really, uh, it's really yeah. impressive. I, I think as a, as a writer, um, you know, a poet, a biographer, a lyricist, a songwriter, I think he has very few peers and it's, it's unbelievable to me having read his memoir, sing backwards and weep to really get the full story of everything that he was struggling with for the better part of his adult life, all of the drug addiction and illness that he battled and he held at bay for so many years as he found sobriety. Um, it's so impressive to me that somebody could be strong enough to endure those things and be vulnerable enough to share parts of how they were feeling throughout the, that journey. And it's always impressive to me how somebody can write about the hardest things. And it's, it's really interesting to think about with that. And, and that's something that, you know, Mark endured a lot of hard things. So that was certainly something that he was no stranger to. And um, I want to touch upon something that Barrett Martin said yesterday uh, in his memorialization of Mark Lanigan. So Barrett was the drummer for the trees for quite a while. And, um, you know, he went on to say that Mark was full of contradictions to be sure, but how else could he be when he was destined to sing the blues? Only those who understand the darkness of humanity can also sing about its light. And Mark could sing both sides superbly. And, I think that's something that rings true about all of the writers and all of the musicians that we talk about most prominently on this podcast and on the pages is these guys and these girls, they had to go to these dark places to confront their struggles. And the fact that they were able to do that and, and share what they were feeling with all of us is, I, I struggle to comprehend how that's even possible. And, and Mark, Mark was doing that for as long as he was creating art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, um, it's like almost, I mean, it's hard enough for people to open up and talk about uh, certain situations that they have in their life. So, like, you know, it's almost heroic, you know, I don't have to praise any type of addiction, but to come back and to talk about it and to spread, you know, spread word and, and light on certain situations and help other people. Uh, it's very, it is very admirable to have a, music career a music life uh you know stem off of uh hard times i certainly agree and and it is strange because mark definitely was one of my musical heroes and 
It's funny because out of anybody of the scene, I don't think there's anybody within the the grunge rock scene, as we call it, that I would be more intimidated by if I had the chance to uh, to to speak yeah. with him or to interview him or just to just to share a, a moment of conversation with him. And it's funny because a lot of people have spoken about sharing that same sentiment. And when they met him, he couldn't have been more sweet and he couldn't have been more gentle and kind. And and it, it's really right. it's really sad sitting here today knowing that. I'll never have the chance to see him live. That's something that I wanted to do. And, and honestly, it's, it had been in the back of my mind for quite some time that, you know, if we were doing this podcast, how amazing it would have been to potentially have had him on at some point. And who knows if that would have been possible, but I mean, really just mm. like what Barrett said, he was a man mm-hmm. of contradictions with, I think it's the perfect example, not to judge a book by his cover. Um, and, you know, despite all of the, abrasive parts that you might see on the outside i mean his his universe was vast and his mind was vast and i think frankly he could have been on this earth with us for 500 years and he still would have been creating and he still would have been adding value to the lives of the people who decided to take in those creations yeah i think one of the reasons he is he does seem intimidating is you know that 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 lovely voice of his that raspy old soul voice and I, I think in that same quote by barrett martin that people think that's a whiskey voice but he you know he never he didn't even drink whiskey he drank gin and tonic just a lot of cigarettes <laughs> exactly and i thought i thought that was funny because it's true you listen to him and he has this he has this old soul voice that's just so it, it, it's like scary but it's also so comforting and mm-hmm. i think that's like my favorite part about um like and solo stuff and his blues kind of stuff is just so comforting and it's it's eerie in its own way but it is uh it has that like grandfather voice to me yeah i i totally agree and as cliche as it is i i just think mark created music for life um i i can think of music that he had for every season and imaginable that someone could endure um particularly in his solo catalog and and i'm preferential to his solo stuff as opposed to his stuff from queens or the trees just because that's what i've connected with um most and and i believe i've touched on it at different points on this show and on the page but i mean his music was massively important to me at probably to this point the hardest point of my life um it was just about the time when straight songs of sorrow came out and sing backwards and weep and there were there was a stretch of time where having the ability to get up and, and read from his memoir and listen to his music was those two things are really some of the only appealing things to me as I would wake up in the morning. And yeah, I just kind of developed that connection with his music and his art that I think only comes from sharing in a time with something like that. And, and it's so strange how you can feel so indebted to somebody for doing something for you and they don't even know who you are. And I think that's what keeps us all coming back to music. And that's what kept me going back to Mark Lanigan's music. And, and certainly what will keep me going back to his music and his words probably until the day that I die. And, you know, I'd I'd like to think that on some level or another, he's aware of the gratitude that a lot of us on earth feel for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, 57 is, is not, you know, old in any of the, the sense, but I think that he, he did live, he lived a full life in that time and, and he made it, he, made it out of the 90s when and a he lot lived of a hard friends, life too right i would say he put some miles on that car called life I he mean, certainly did yeah, he saw a lot of his friends struggle and, and pass so i think that um i <clears throat> i'd like to believe that he is uh 
in a better place and, and under, you know, and very grateful for his time and, and yeah. And that we can just cherish him, cherish the I, rest of the, our time. I certainly do too. And, and that, that was a ever present theme in his music, particularly the last few years. Uh, there's a right. song on straight songs of sorrow called skeleton key. And it's got the lyric. I spent my life trying every way to die. Is it my fate to be the last man standing? And then additionally, um, in his most recent memoir, Devil in a Coma, which came out uh, not even a year ago, not even five months ago, um, he, he had released a, a poem in there and basically talking about that, you know, most of my friends died in their 20s or 30s at best, and he's still here. And he said, amongst many other shortcomings, I have never really known how to give up the ghost. And it's got to be a strange space to operate from knowing the things that you've done. Most people don't make it out of there. And, and it's just, I think my one hope for him is that he was able to find value in the fact that he did make it out of it. And certainly he worked incessantly and he created incessantly. And, And I hope that he was able to derive as much joy from that as, as, as his audience was able to derive from, from hearing him play and hearing him sing. Uh, because I, it's hard to put into words how valuable his work is to me and, and it'll remain that way. Like I said, for the rest of my life. So it's, it's so hard to even think about specific songs or albums or, or, or words from him because his, his his catalog is so vast it's like you're sitting in a gold mine and 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 i love mark lanigan and there's so many pieces of his work that i've yet to discover which makes me excited um and it's something i've been excited about for some time you pick a little bit up as as time goes on each time but it is sad knowing that his catalog stands the way that it is and it's closed but i mean how lucky are we that we were even able to get five percent of what he actually sent out into the mm-hmm. world. I mean, we're just really lucky for that, but it is, it is sad. And yeah. he's really somebody that I think everybody is, is universally reverent towards. I mean, the tributes that were coming in yesterday, I mean, everyone from Jerry Cantrell, to Iggy pop, uh, you know, we're talking about it and just really, it's, it's, it's a sad loss for people who appreciate art and appreciate vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me something earlier from Towns Van Zandt, and it was a little 15-second quote, and um, just how you were talking about his catalog, and I'm, it just said, I don't envision a long life for myself. Like, I think my life will run out before my work does. I've designed it that way. And that's really interesting. Like, I, you know, he thinks his life will run out before his work does, and, and that's kind of probably, you know, that's a good way to put it for Mark. I mean, his his life had a a stopping point before his work ever would have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's chilling. And knowing what we know about Towns and Mark, they obviously shared some things in common with struggling with addiction and they both seemingly had an insatiable desire to create. And, And I think that's where that comes from. And I think the fact that they designed it that way, I don't think speaks to the struggles that they encountered and that they dealt with, but I think more, more so it speaks to, their choice to satisfy that part of them that wants to create. And I think it's probably some of the reason why they would get up in the morning is, is, is you have that blank canvas in front of you on which to create and, and share parts of yourself and, and deal with things and, and maybe make things make a little bit more sense. And yeah, it's uh, I, I, I certainly feel that way as well about Mark that his, his life ran out before his work did. 
And uh, yeah, it's 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 just really sad thinking about it. Um, yeah, I probably won't be over this one for a little bit. I, I think out of all of the ones of the genre that I've been alive for, um, notably Chris Cornell, Scott Weiland, um, this this one actually is uh, is the hardest for me just because of the connection that I've developed with his music and and with his words. Yeah, yeah, it's a sad day. Um, yeah, it's a sad day. I mean. There's nothing else to say about, about it. Yeah. And, and, and we're sitting here now and I think the best thing that we can all do is to share in the memories that we have with his music and how it affected us and to share his music with people that might not know about it. I think that's how it's like that old quote, you, you die two deaths. Number one, when, when you pass yeah. away and number two, when uh, someone says your name for the last time. So I think as long as, as, as we're all here, uh, that second death is not coming anytime soon for Mark Lanigan. And I think that's something that's up to us. And it's something that I am grateful to have the opportunity to continue to share his work with people because it's, it's worth hearing. It's certainly worth hearing. Yeah. And to kind of go back just to wrap it up and to think about um, what you just said and what I said in the beginning, the, the nice part about it is a lot of people are going to be having these conversations and reminiscing and, like you are somebody that has um, a good you know, knowledge base on his, his work and where to start. And then somebody say like, like me that hasn't spent as much time in, I'll be able to, um, it'll be an easy entry and, and a, a much different admiration. So I think that um, take this time, if you can, if you, if you want, if you've listened to a lot of him or if you haven't listened at all, um, take time to listen to his stuff and to kind of dig in and see what you can find because um you know, this is a special time. This is a hard time. And, um, that's, it's what we, it's what we have. It's what we can do. So, um, have those conversations and take the time to, um, do a little discovery yourself and, and appreciate, appreciate Mark Lanigan and all he's done for us in the music industry and all the art that he's created over the last 40 years. Um, cause it is pretty incredible and it's what we have. Absolutely. So yeah, today, definitely a somber day, a, a deviation from what we had originally planned for this uh, this Friday's release, but we'll be back with our regularly scheduled program sometime next week for episode 50 and beyond. But we had to take some time today to remember Mark Lanigan and um, hope everybody uh, enjoyed listening and, and is able to remember him and share in his music in such a way that you continue to find value in it. And uh, we thank you for listening and, and thank you for your presence as always. And we will catch up with you all next week for episode 50. Amen to that. Thanks for being here, guys, and rest in peace, Mark Lane again. <laughs>